Part 2. To sign up for Curtis Laughter Club, kindly click the link in the show notes of this episode. Please, do not forget to subscribe, follow, and review this podcast. You are a multi-award winning environmental innovator. So can you tell me more about Katy's Crawley Composter and Katy's Sprouters? Absolutely, yes. So the worms are, that's my main, I believe that's why I was put on earth was to put worms in every living space. Mm. Uh, so it's indoor composting with worms. It can be done outside um, like spring, summer and fall and some warmer climates. (laughs) Mm, mm, mm. Although that may be the challenge, it may be too warm. So temperature is one of the key elements. So maybe it's too hot or too (laughs) cold, right? The worms, like if we're comfortable, the worms are gonna be comfortable. Mm. Uh, So they eat our food scraps and our paper, and then they turn that material into beautiful black gold that we can use. It's soil, it's fertilizer that we can put back into the earth so we can grow more nutrient-rich food. It's so beautiful. Um, with our, our farming and agricultural practices, we have destroyed the soil. Mm-hmm. You know, we're growing like monoculture, we're growing, say, just corn, or we're growing just wheat yeah. for decades in one spot. That's not how it was meant. Mm-hmm. It was meant to have all different crops and maybe, you know, certainly not all the chemicals that we put on the land. Yes. Um, Yeah, so this is so with the scraps, with our, you know, the potato peels and coffee grounds and and that kind of peel, that kind Mm. of, that's what you feed to the worms is your clippings from the the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And you add that into a container. So it's it's a container. That's, let me start there. Um, You have like, um, you know, a Rubbermaid container or a a plastic container of some sort. you have the bedding is a carbon source. So the carbon that we use because it's indoor is shredded paper, could be leaves, straw, cardboard, any kind of um, that kind of material. That's the bedding for the worms, a little bit of soil, Hmm. eggshells, water, and that's it. Mix everything together, add your worms on top. It's special worms. So red wiggler worms are the perfect worms. Mm. European night crawlers, since you're in in Germany, European night crawlers are a great option. Mm. Um, There's only four. There's thousands of species of worms. Only four have been identified as suitable for vermicomposting. Mm. Um, We're looking for surface dwellers. So ones that are going to be at the top of the soil. Um, so they eat the paper and then you're feeding them your food scraps from the kitchen yeah. um, and they eat it all and they turn that beautiful stuff into the, the fertilizer that then you can put in your garden. Mm. Um, so as the, the plants are growing, the nutrients are taken up through the soil into the plant. Yeah. And so they're not in the soil anymore, those nutrients. They've been taken up by the plant. Yes. So if we take those clippings and put them in the garbage, I know in Europe it's much more progressive than North America um, in compostables, mm-hmm. like looking after your organic material. Yeah. Um, so you take those organic material, that organic material, put it in your, your worm bin, and then um, the worms turn it into soil. But if we take those scraps and put it in garbage and do anything other than composting, mm-hmm. we're robbing the soil of those nutrients. Mm-hmm. Yes, we can grow more food. It's soil, it's nature. Yes. Um, it will be less nutrient rich. You know, I'm not saying anything new, you know, a broccoli, say, from the 50s, mm. 
was way more nutrient rich than it is now. Um, you know, I, I recently heard a thing that you had to eat uh, that broccoli from 1950 to get the same nutrient value. You would need to eat like 20 or 24 broccoli heads, wow. you know, to get the same nutrient. It's, it's impossible. Yeah. So we need to add those nutrients back into the soil so then they're back in the soil and then the soil can, you know, people ask me, are you a gardener? And I'll say, I'm not a gardener. I'm a soil maker. A soil maker. Yeah. And I make beautiful soil. So the mm. soil will look after the plants. Mm. Yeah. So I'm a gardener yeah. by, by default. <laughs> <laughs> um, where, do you, where do you get these worms from? Do you just buy them in a worm store or <laughs> how do you get the worms? Yeah, so, so I'm actually a worm supplier. Um, oh, you do okay. need to get them from, you know, somewhere that, that has, has these types of worms. Yeah, um, Yeah, and, and then, yeah, they, they come by the pound. So there's 800 to 1,000 red wiggler worms in a pound. Mm. Wow. <laughs> it's yeah. a lot. That's a lot, yes, yes. <laughs> And, and, you know, for anyone that's listening, thinking, oh, I wouldn't want to have worms in my house. Mm. So it's aerobic process, meaning with, with oxygen. The worms stay in the container because mm. they're eating half their weight per day in food scraps. Mm. And they don't have eyes, so no point in going sightseeing. They can't see. Mm. <laughs> and they're moist, mostly moisture, moisture. So they require a fairly moist environment, but they can't swim. And they're not going to crawl out of the bin unless there's something wrong in the bin. So mm. if it's too acidic or, you know, that they're being burned or it's, you know, there's, there's reasons why they would crawl out, but they would die right outside the bin because it wouldn't be moist enough. Yes. But where do you put a bin of, you know, 800 worms in the house? Do you put it um, somewhere in the garden or somewhere, you know, outside? Or how do you accommodate 800 worms in your environment? Uh, yeah, so they're, so they're small. Like, a, it's about a pound of worms. That's mm. how many you would have. Like, they're, they're a small species. So it sounds yeah. like a lot, but they're, you know, they're, they're it's not Very that tiny. many. Oh, okay. It's not that, that heavy. It's not that big of a mass. Mm. Um, just in your container. So I do have a beautiful system. Um, it's called the Living Composter, and it's a tower composter. It, it's designed as a stool. Um, so somebody that has a small space, it's done inside, inside the house oh, or okay. inside the apartment or condo. Mm. <laughs> How do you like me now? <laughs> See why I have to laugh? So yeah. now I've, I, 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 I do the laughter first. I get people introduced to the laughter yoga and I get them laughing. And then I say, hey, I have worms too. And you should too. <laughs> get worms to manage your scraps. Yeah. See, if I start with the worms, which I was trying to do first mm -hmm. <laughs> for 10 years, <laughs> it was a much harder sell. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's true. You know, like saying I have worms and you can have them. That might be a little bit scary for people. Now I get them laughing and then they kind of like me and I'm not so odd. And then and then I can introduce my other main, main mission, you know. Mm. Um, more people are open today, I would say, Toby. I think um, when I started almost 20 years ago, it was kind of a really foreign concept, especially mm. in Canada. We had our land, you know, second largest country. Our landfill was still open. Mm. In 2002, our landfill closed and we started shipping garbage to the United States, you know. Yeah, um, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's not cool. That's a lot of money being spent on trucking our garbage around. 
and it's only garbage because we call it garbage, right? Mm, yes. um, it's a resource. It's something we can make more soil so we can grow more food. Mm. Um, we just need to manage what we have in a better way. Yeah, that's true. And this kind of practice is called um, vermicomposting. Is that, is that correct? Yes. So what's the, you know, the proper way of practicing it? You've already described you know, you have a system and you, you, have, you can keep it in a moist place environment. It must not be too acidic. But I did like some other things we have to, you know, take note of. And why should everyone practice this? Like someone who is listening and saying, mm, I don't have to do that. I can just buy organic food and I'm good. Um, how would you advise that person to, you know, do it because everyone should do it. Thank you. So beautiful. Composting and worm composting is one thing that we can all do to help mitigate climate change mm. because we're taking that organic matter out of the landfill. We're taking it out of the system and using it on site. So we're buying our, say, so if you have a garden, if you live in a place where there's um, longer summers or at least summer, that you have three, three or four months of summer, yes. that's growing time. Mm -hmm. So you can take your beautiful black gold that you've been making, say, all winter. You mm -hmm. start in the fall, make it all winter, and then in come spring, you've got that black gold ready to start your plants. They get, they get a jump start, and your food is more nutrient-rich. It's mm -hmm. so satisfying. For anyone that just buys their organic food, that's great. That's, that's a good start. Yeah. To, to be thinking about buying organic, really good. Mm. Uh, the next step is growing your own. Maybe not everything. Mm. If you don't have a big property or you live in a condo, you can have just a little, a little potted plant. You can grow some lettuce. You can grow some sprouts. You can grow some something, some yes. herbs yeah. that you can. And it's so satisfying. If you have children, back mm. to the children, teaching them how to make soil, teaching them how to grow a little plant. When mm. you grow your own food, you don't throw that away. No. You're like, I grew that tomato. I'm eating that. No way. <laughs> true. That's very true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. You yeah. put the effort in. You watch that little seed sprout and grow. And then, wow, you go and look at it every day. You're, wow, you're watering it. Mm. You're nurturing that little plant. And, and it's so beautiful. And, and when we're taking care of something, we become more empathetic. We become more compassionate. Mm. It sounds like kind of ridiculous, but you know, when people take care of those worms yes, and you see them grow, you watch that, you know, apple core disappear. You're like, wow, where did it go? Look mm. at all, look at all this black stuff. What's that? That's the worm poo. It's mm. okay. It's the soil. Wow. It's the black gold. I do a lot of school workshops um, and I say to the kids, oh, look, they turned it into worm poo and they say, ew. Mm. And I say, OK, what if we call this worm poo black gold? Then they say, oh, <laughs> right. There's power in words. You yes. know, you have a podcast. Yes. There's yes. power in the words we say mm -hmm. and how we say them. And so my goal, and I appreciate the time on your, your podcast very much, Toby, my goal is to inspire people to laugh more so they can be more resilient, to get worms so that they can grow their own food, mm -hmm. so that we're not putting it in the garbage, so that we can just be, become more aware mm -hmm. of our actions. Mm -hmm. When we're aware of what we're doing, instead of just going along, I think COVID is a gift. Yeah. It's helped us to like, you know, it's, it, I know there's a lot of suffering. I'm not laughing at that. I don't, I'm not happy about that. I'm not, mm. I'm happy about the time that I've been allowed 
how many times before this were people saying, I wish I had more time. I wish I could read that book. I wish I had time to do that hobby. Mm. We have time. That's true. What are you doing with the time you've been allotted? Hmm. Great question. That's a big question. Yeah. It's big. Yes. We're, We're in this over a year and a half now. Have you done any of the things that you said you wish you would? Yeah, that's a question to reflect on. Yeah. <laughs> that's Looking true. in the mirror. Yes, yes. <laughs> mirror talk, yeah. Be, 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 be honest with how you've used your time. Yeah, that's, that's, that's wonderful. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Right? Are we just worried about, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Oh, I don't have a data. da Stop. Take a breath. You know, think about, okay, we do have time to pause. What do you want? Mm. What do you want going forward? Yes. You can go get it. Mm, yes, I love that. I love that <laughs> so much. Yes, take a pause. I, because I, 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 I do say that also in this podcast. Like, take a pause, reflect, and you know, yes. And as you added to it now, what do you want? Go get it. What that. do you want? It's, it's up to us. Mm. We're comparing all the time. We're looking over there. We're looking over there. We're saying, what about that person? Oh, look at that thing they bought. Why did they buy that? Why are they doing that? Why are we looking over there talking about them? Why don't we look here and say, what am I doing? What do I want? How can I be an example for them? So they're saying, look at her. Look at him. I want to do that. Mm. Let's inspire people. Let's not bring people down. Let's bring them up. Mm. Let's put them upstairs instead of putting them downstairs. Elia, you talked about, you know, growing our own food. And that brings me to, to sprouting. You also have this, you know, cutting uh, sprouting. So can you tell me about this? How can I start sprouting in my own kitchen? How can I do that? Like, I have, I have my compost now. I've gotten the, the golden soil. <laughs> um, how can I use that, you know, to, to grow my own food? So the sprouts are actually done hydroponically mm. without, without soil. So although I do have beautiful black soil... <laughs> Ah, okay. So it's with that. Oh, see, you have to educate me on sprouting. <laughs> I don't know what sprouting yeah, is. Yeah, so sprouting, sprouting is, is uh, sprouts are the original fast food. Mm. So you take a seed or a bean and you germinate it. You put it in water and then it starts to grow. It comes to life. Mm. It's like that little seed, um, that little dry seed or bean is waiting. It's, mm. it's sleeping right now. It's just dormant, waiting. Yeah. Yeah. So it's dry there. It's waiting for to start its life. Mm. As soon as you put it in soil or you put it in water, oh, it starts to wake up, and so it comes to life. It's yeah. it's and then the little baby is born. So the yes. sprout comes out, the the root comes out, then the little plant comes out the top. Mm. A sprout is simply that the seed of the bean swells, and then the little root comes out the bottom. Mm. That's the sprout. As soon as you're um, root is the size of the little bean. Yes. That's when it's most nutritious. You, you eat that at that point and you get all the life of that bean. Mm-hmm. So, um, raw, raw the seeds that, sorry, go ahead. So do you eat it raw or cooked? Uh, so eating them raw is the key, um, for, for most, for the most, um, health impact. Mm-hmm. So everything I do is about health and wellness and sustainability and all of that. Sprouts contain up to, so they, they have fiber, protein, minerals, they're hydrating, which means they're juicy, alkalizing, mm. which means, so can't, um, 
disease often happens in our body in an acidic body. Hmm. So very similar to the worm bin, we need to balance the pH. Yeah. It needs to be more alkaline. Hmm. Same with our body needs to be more alkaline. A lot of the food that we eat is acidic. Yeah. So the sprouts are alkaline food. So it helps to balance our pH. So beautiful. Hydrating, alkalizing, regenerative. Um, so our bodies are always, or our cells are always regrowing. Hmm. So the sprouts help to regenerate our cells, to keep them vibrant and, and youthful. Yeah. Um, hydrating, alkalizing, regenerative, biogenic. I have a ton of energy, you might have noticed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, plus, yeah, that's true. I eat live food. I've been eating sprouts for 19 years. Wow, wow. And I, and I would love to tell the story about how I got into sprouting. Yes, In please. 2002, when I started my worm business, I started exhibiting, doing, mm. you know, at shows. So mm. I'd have my little table, have my worm bin, educating people about why they wanna have sprouts. Mm. At my very first event, there's no coincidences in life. Everything happens for a reason. That's true. I believe that, I hope you believe it too. Yes, I do. So there I was at my very first event and there was a gentleman there selling the sprouter that I now sell. Mm. Um, and what was I gonna, oh yeah, so it was flying off the shelf. It kind of looks like a little spaceship. It's a little plastic dome. and. When there was a break in the audience, I said to him, what is that thing? <laughs> I knew nothing about sprouts or sprouting. And he said, it's a sprout grower. And I said, you know, what is that? Why would I do that? And why would I eat sprouts? I, I didn't know anything. Yeah. And he said, he was a ballroom dancer, super healthy. He was 72, hmm. 72 years old <laughs> wow. at the show, right? Working at the show. Wow. Hmm. He looks super healthy and I don't need to know things. I don't need to know the science. I just look at somebody. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I want what you have. What are you doing? <laughs> yes. I want that. Yes. So he said, okay, told me all about what I just told you about. the fiber, protein, minerals, you know, all the things that I told you about sprouting. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, I'm in. He said, if you're going to do this, start your day with two tablespoons of the sprouted mung beans, you know, first thing in the morning for the enzymes up to a hundred times more digestive enzymes in raw sprouts mm. than raw vegetables. Uh, as soon as we cook them, we've yes. still, there's fiber protein, there's other things, mm -hmm. no more enzymes. We destroy the enzymes. Wow. So as we age, if we're not eating raw, uh, raw vegetables or eating sprouts, mm -hmm. we start to get digestive issues. And we may go to the doctor and the doctor says, here's a prescription for enzyme pills. Mm. Wow. Mm. Instead of taking a pill, we could grow our own sprouts and eat the sprouts and get our own in. So there you go. So that, so, so for 10 years, this was my private health plan. I was like, oh, Tony said I should do this. So I was doing it. I met him at a show in 2012 mm. And he and I would see him all the time and and be very excited to see him and whatever. And so he, I said uh, he said to me in 2012, "Hey, why don't you sell this sprouter with your worm business?" And I don't even know why I didn't think of that myself because <laughs> I love the product. I loved it, yeah. and I was a user of it for 10 years. So I said, "Wow, it makes perfect sense." Mm. So I'm going to maybe blow your mind here. I'm 58 high energy, have no health issues, take no prescription drugs, no multivitamin. I grow my multi, I, I consider those sprouts, those mung bean sprouts, 
my health plan. That so every day I eat those. Wow. And when I started exhibiting with the sprouter, I mean I had my worms and my sprouts, a little confusing, like food and what what's happening at this booth. Nobody knew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, people would ask me what else. So I just had the mung beans. So, which are, um, the bean sprouts in Chinese food, you know, the long, um, yes. bean sprouts. Yes. yes so yes. those are the mung beans, but you just grow them short mm. as sprouts. Yes. So I was exhibiting and people would say to me, um, what else can you sprout? Mm. And I said, I, I don't know, uh, you know, using my unit. And so they said, well, don't you get tired of mung beans? Mm. And I would go, well, no, it's my health plan. Would you get tired of having tons of energy and feeling great? Mm, no. Maybe. People like their story. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm so tired. Oh, I don't feel that. Right? People love telling people that they don't feel good. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so that, but then I thought, you know, as an entrepreneur, as a businesswoman, yes. what do I care if they don't like mung beans or they want to have a variety? What do I care? Mm as long as they're buying them. So I started, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, as yeah. business. Mm -hmm. um, and so I started to sprout all different sprouts, like chickpeas, lentils, fenugreek, radish. Oh, peas. I mean, it's endless. Anything that is a little plant will start as a sprout. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and yeah. so now I'm kind of a sprouting monster. I just love my sprouts. Mm -hmm. And can you cook them? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. What I do if I'm making, say, uh, lentil soup, I'm going to sprout my lentils and then I'm going to cook them. Yeah. And when I when I put them in the bowl, I'm going to um, add raw sprouts on top or, or just eat a handful of raw sprouts first. Mm -hmm. Then I'm still getting the enzymes. So when I'm eating, my meal is being properly processed. Processed. Wow, that's so brilliant. That's really it's brilliant. so brilliant. It's really, oh my gosh, Toby, if people just did what I do, I really have simple solutions. I don't care, buy from me or buy from somebody else. Mm. Laugh every day, eat sprouts every day, mm. and manage your 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 you know your garbage mm. with worms. Yeah. Like your food scraps and your paper. You know, we're talking about um, identity theft, right? With your paper, you need to shred your paper and whatever. Yes. When you feed those paper shreds to the worms, nobody's taking your identity. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The, the papers have been eaten up, they've been decomposed by worms. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I have solutions, right? I mean, it's really simple things. Mm -hmm. Um, and maybe too simple. Wow. Maybe too simple where people are like, well, can we scale this up? Can it be bigger? Yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. it can. Yeah. Imagine, though, if everybody just grew their own, everybody was like just doing their little bit. Mm -hmm. Yes, then it becomes something big. Yes, yes. It's big. Yeah, but your, your solution seems to be working because you are a multi-award winning environmental innovator. And I would, love to, I would love to learn from this, actually, like from your experience, you know, from all of this achievement, how would you advise someone out there who would like to embark on a very successful entrepreneurial path like you, you have started? I would say they need to find what it is that fires them up. Mm. Find what it is where you're like, everybody's had these moments where you're like, you know, walking along or something, you get an idea, yes. like an idea just drops in your head from somewhere and you're like, oh. And you get all fired up. If you do that, whenever you go, oh, 
<laughs> and you're like, oh my gosh, this idea. Yes. Because what happens is we get those ideas and then we put it on the shelf. We're mm. like, oh, not now. Mm. Not now. I'm too busy. Oh, how could I do that? Why me? Or you tell somebody else and they're like, no, remember last time that didn't work. Oh, da, da, da. And they talk you out of it yes. because we want to stay safe. Mm. If you like, think about, you know, we don't want to really inspire people. We just want everyone to stay the same because if everyone stays the same, then I don't have to change. True. If you're all over there changing, you're changing the world and you're doing great work. Mm. That makes me look bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying this, right? As a society, we kind of really do like the status quo. We don't like change. Yeah, we got to get uncomfortable. Mm. When we get uncomfortable, that's where the joy is. The joy is outside our comfort box, right? Or it was comfort zone, whatever we say. Like when we're comfortable, we're not going to experience any magic. We're safe. We're mm. in our comfort zone. We're not safe. We're in, in air quotes safe because we never know when we're safe. Yes, that's true. <laughs> right? Anything could happen. We don't know what's happening. Yeah. But when we don't stretch ourselves, if, if you don't have a goal that you're like, oh my gosh, this scares the crap out of me. Mm. It's not big enough. You're too safe. You're still in your box. You know mm. that already. Mm. If you're doing something, you know, you know it. Yes. Like try something different. Add a little step on. So what I would suggest to people is find something like don't just start a business because you're going to make a whack of money mm. because that's not going to make you happy. That's not sustainable. That's not going to that's not going to fire up your soul because you're going to be like bored after after you've got your first yacht or your first million or whatever. It's going to be like, OK, I can buy whatever I want. Mm. Now I'm still not happy. True. Right. True that. Yeah. Right. Because money can buy you lots of stuff. Happiness, it cannot buy you. That True. comes from within. Mm. You got to look within. And I had this conversation actually the other day about like, how do you keep on going? How do you keep on when when things knock you down? Because they do and they will. Mm. And I, I, I give the example. There's lots of them. But like Nelson Mandela, how did he stay in jail for 27 years? get out of jail, become president of the country, and then end apartheid because he stayed on task. True. He stayed focused every single day in jail. Mm. I don't, maybe meditation, maybe something, but he stayed true to himself. And it's, we only have ourselves. True. Yes. We have so to find something that fires you up. I mean, I sell worms. You know how many people over the years, especially at the beginning, family particularly, don't tell family your goals unless they're supporters because they're going to be detractors. Hmm. They're going to be like, no, 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 get a job. Like, we don't want to be, we don't want to have to support you. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just get a job and be safe, right? Mm. No. Follow your heart because the money really does come. They sound like cliche things. So many people said to me, you're going to sell worms? And I was like, I know, I, I, it just seems so such a strange thing, but it's, it was given to me from the universe. That's why mm. I was put here. Mm. There was too many things that came in my path. It wasn't a straight thing. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to have a worm business. No, I did many things. The path is never straight. It's yeah. never like, oh, that's where I'm going to go. I'm just going to get there. It's like mm. then a boulder gets put there and you're like, it's the universe saying, are you sure? Mm -hmm. Are you sure? Because here's a boulder. Mm. Are you going to get tripped up at, by that one little boulder? Mm. Or are you going to go around it? You're going to go over it. You're going to go under it. What, mm. how, what are you, or are you going to get stuck there? 
Hmm. Okay. No judgment, just choices, right? Yes. Because then you, as soon as you get over that boulder or go around or under, whatever you do to get by that boulder, there's going to be another one. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's going to be a really steep hill and maybe you're trying to lift that boulder up the hill really hard. Mm. I would say stop resisting is what I would say to people. Yes. Yes. When you get that boulder, it yeah. may be a message to say, are you sure? Mm -hmm. And then reevaluate. Okay. Am I sure? Do I really want this? Yes, I really do. What do I need to do to keep going with this thing that I really want to do? Yes. I really believe in this. Mm. So I better find a way to keep going yes. or it's going to beat me down and I better find something else. Hmm. People say we, uh, what is the uh, expression? YOLO. W yeah. You only live once. once yes, I okay. would say YODO. You only <laughs> die once. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's we true. live every day. We live every day, day folks. But if we are afraid, we're just waiting to die. We're dead already. We're hmm. If you're not living, mm -hmm. you're decomposing. You're becoming worm food. Hmm. Word. that's true wow so you only die once then you have to you know be consistent and know what you want to do like you have your passion you have what you are called to art to do then you just have to chase go after it do it and no matter what border you have on your way go around it go above it go underneath it just move forward don't stay on a spot wow nice <laughs> <recap>. <laughs> i mean that's what i just learned from you right now that's so amazing that's so amazing thank you so much for that right I, it, it, it sounds simple it's and it and it is and now people are going yeah how do i find what i want mm. stop pay attention mm. go within like be quiet for a little while mm. we're talking a lot we're always like on we're always on social media looking at the other oh look at the life they have stop mm -hmm. looking at their life look at your own life what do you want to do everybody's different not not yes. everybody could sell worms by the pound for 19 years nor want to mm -hmm. true it's not for everybody you know um all of my offerings are kind of unique to me mm -hmm. as your offerings are unique to you what do you yes. want to put together Right. There's no like I believe there's seven billion entrepreneurs on the planet and we all have uh, like we're all like a big jigsaw puzzle. What what like how are we going to contribute? Mm, true. When we're being of service, then we get rewarded. Yes. When we're true to ourselves, yes. we live a joyful, wonderful life because mm. one step leads to another joyful step and another joyful step. And we get tripped up. Oops, that wasn't such a nice step. But then you get back up and you mm. have a good step and a good step. And well, then you have a few good steps. And like it's moments. Yeah. Like yes. don't plan your whole life. Like, oh, I'm going to have a great life. Mm. What about this next five minutes? Have a good exactly. five minutes. Exactly. Yes. And then tack on another five minutes. Ooh, and look at you had a whole 24 hour joyful day. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. Yes. Like don't don't yeah. look too far ahead. Don't plan your life all all through. But you know, live in the moment and take it step by step, moment by moment, minute by minute. That way you move forward. Like have a vision, have somewhere you, you're you know, have an idea of what you what you would like. Mm -hmm. Okay. And kind yeah. of map it out. Map it out. You know, there's no accident, but we do let other people dictate. And quite often it's parents or family. 
right? Mm -hmm. From childhood, we're told you should do this, stay in school. Oh, you'll make a great lawyer. Oh, we really want you to be a lawyer. If only you were a lawyer, right? Mm -hmm. Then you're like, oh, I guess I'm meant to be a lawyer because I'm smart and my parents paid for school. So I better be a lawyer. Mm -hmm. Then you go to law school, you become a lawyer, you're a successful lawyer. And you're like, wow, is this it? <laughs> yeah, it's not how you imagined it to be. Yes, yes. Is this me? Like your parents are like, oh, yay, we're, we, he's a lawyer or she's a lawyer. Isn't that great? Mm. And you're like, wow, this isn't, and that's not what the life is. Like everybody wants their children to be happy. Mm. I think that's like as an ultimatum, but you know, we, society has dictated that we need to have these titles or we need to make this much money. We need to own a house or we need to have traveled the world. No, we don't. Mm. No, we don't. We just need to be good people. Just be nice every day. Yes. And you know, you'll move forward. Yes. Wow. That's amazing. Wow. 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 Thank you so much for everything I've been able to learn from you today. It has been so amazing speaking with you and learning from you. Like for, for people out there who would love to know, learn from you more, you know, have more questions about sprouting or about, you know, warmth or about laughter. Um, what's the best way to connect and to work with you? I would say probably my worm website, mm. all of everything else is there. Cause that was my, my base. So it's Kathy's composters.com and yeah. And come to my laughter club for sure. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's, it's, I have to join that also myself to experience it personally. Yeah. Yes. So I'm going to place the link in the show notes for this episode. So I encourage everyone to click on the link, copy the link and, you know, connect with Cathy and, you know, join the laughter club, join the warm composter, start sprouting and yes, live an amazing and beautiful life. Thank you so much for everything you've taught me today, Cathy. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you, Toby. I actually have a laughter yoga leader training coming up in October. Okay, when in October is that? Uh, October 16 and 23rd. It's two Saturdays in a row. Ah, and okay. that's so people can be trained to lead laughter, laughter clubs. Oh, that's beautiful. Wow, you made it to the very end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I'm grateful for your time, your love, and your contributions. Subscribe, like, review, and share this podcast. God bless you. Bye.